You're listening to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 156, Report Drama. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love or back in love with being a nurse. So come along with me, and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. Hey, you guys. My neighbors are wonderful, but right now they're doing yard work. Everyone should put down their lawnmowers and weed whackers so I can record this podcast episode. I'm hoping that the microphone isn't picking it up. It's kind of distant sounding, so I'm just going to go with it. If you hear some lawnmowers and things going on, maybe that'll just motivate you to get out there and mow your own lawn, which I should probably do too, or my husband should do. I'm not going to lie. He's the one who mows lawn every time. I've never done it since we've lived in this house. But we've got a good topic today. I'm excited to talk to you about report drama. So if you feel the drama when you are giving report, and what I mean by that is all this chatter in your head about what the other nurse is going to think, if they're going to think you did a good job, if they're mad at you, if they are going to be upset and think that they're going to have a terrible shift because you didn't do your job, if they dread getting report from you, If you have all that drama when you're giving report, that's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm going to help you chill out a little bit, okay? We're going to get rid of the drama. Now, if you experience a lot of drama when you're getting report, and I would say that's more like anxiety about how your shift is going to go, if you tend to feel panicked when you're five minutes into your shift and you're like, I haven't even started yet and I'm already behind, then go grab the free video I made for Nurses Week for you guys, called How to Stop Anxiety During Report. So today we're talking about when you're giving report. That video is more about when you're getting report, if you feel anxious as you're receiving report about how your shift is going to go. So that video you can get for free at www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash report. And it's a free video. You can just go grab that. Make sure you type the W's into the URL, www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash report. And that'll help you feel better on the front end of your shift, just to kind of relax and stay calm and be able to get into your shift without that panic and anxiety. Okay. But today we're going to talk about it on the opposite end of the shift. When you're about to go home, the last thing you need to do for your shift is give report And maybe you feel a lot of drama in that situation too. All right, one more thing I need to mention before we get into it is the webinar I'm hosting on how to overcome three roadblocks to nurse happiness is coming up tomorrow. Okay, so the day this podcast episode airs is Wednesday, right? And it's going to be happening tomorrow. So this is a webinar for you nurse leaders or managers or anybody who's trying to support a group of nurses. If you're trying to help your nurses let go of stress and be happier and more fulfilled in their jobs, that's what we're going to do during this webinar. I'm going to talk about three roadblocks that get in the way of that, things that hold nurses back from being happy and satisfied in their jobs. And then we're going to talk about how to overcome those. 
Okay, so make sure you go grab your spot. You got to register for it. It's totally free, but register at www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash team. Don't forget the W's, www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash team. It's happening tomorrow and it's going to be super helpful for any of you who are trying to support your nurses. Okay. All right, let's do it. Let's talk about report drama. Now, the reason I chose the word drama is because in our lives, I like to think of it like we have the facts of a situation and then we have the drama. Okay, so the facts are the things that everyone would have to agree on, that you could prove in a court of law. And it tends to be the boring parts of life, like there's no extra excitement added to it. Okay, so when we're giving a report, there are the facts of it, right? Like, I said the words, this patient needs a new IV. And then the nurse I said that to said, oh, I don't like doing IVs. Okay, so you see how those are the facts where everyone who was standing there, who heard it, they would report back the same thing. Like they would all agree these were the words that were spoken. You said, this patient needs a new IV. And this nurse said, oh, I don't like doing IVs. Okay, so those are the facts. Then we have the drama. The drama is everything we add to it, our own embellishments, our own interpretation of the situation. And that's where things get kind of juicy right? Like the drama is the part where we go, this nurse is so upset with me because I didn't put the IV in. They think that I didn't do my job or they're mad at me or they're stressed out or I feel bad because now they're going to have a rough shift and they have to do things they don't want to do. So you see how all of that is not the facts of the situation. That's just drama that you made up. And other people in that situation might have similar interpretations of it. Like some people might say, yeah, she seemed really annoyed that you didn't put the IV in. And other people would say, no, she just said she doesn't like doing IVs. She seemed a little bit insecure about her ability to do that. Right? And if you asked that nurse what they meant by it, and they gave you a true and honest answer, maybe they would say they were annoyed with you, but maybe they would have that same answer. They would say, no, I wasn't annoyed with you at all. I just was worried about how I was going to fit everything in and do that along with my med pass and all the stuff I need to do. I was just stressed out. So all of that extra meaning we give to it, that's just the drama. Okay, so first is just getting awareness. What are the facts and what's the drama? What is all that you're adding to it in your mind from what you're interpreting for how you're embellishing it? That's the first step is to really get that awareness. So next time you're in report, and you maybe leave feeling kind of icky, like that nurse was really upset with me. I don't like how that went down. I want you to just step back and be like, okay, what actually just happened there? Like what would every single person in the world have to agree on? And then anything else is the drama. Okay. And the awesome thing is the drama is optional because it's just a story you made up. It's just a story you made up about interpreting the situation, and maybe it's true, but maybe it's not. Now, here's the thing. What I like to do is I like to go to the place first where it's like, maybe it is true. 
Because a lot of times if we try to tell ourselves like, no, she wasn't annoyed with you at all. She was just stressed out. Our brain doesn't really believe it. We're like, no, there was a look of animosity there. They kind of rolled their eyes or the tone was like it was directed at me, not just the task itself. Right. So I want you to then ask yourself, okay, all this stuff that I'm making up in my head, the story I'm telling myself, all the drama, what if it is true? What if this nurse thinks I'm a bad nurse or they're just annoyed with me today or they think I should have done the IV and I wasn't working hard enough? What if that is true? It's possible, right? Like we can't know for sure. Now, when I answer that for myself, I'm like, well, if they really think I did something wrong, then maybe like worst case scenario They're going to write up a little incident report or go talk to my manager. And that might be uncomfortable, but one, it could bring important things to my attention and to the attention of our unit. Like it might initiate some really important conversations about why I didn't do whatever the task was or why I chose certain things or how I was managing my time. And that could bring up some really important things that I actually do want to talk to people about. And we could solve some problems on the unit. Or maybe it brings up conversations that we can clear up some misunderstandings, right? Like, oh, they thought I should have done it this way, and this is why, this is what was going on for me, these were the decisions I made, this is how I was prioritizing things. Like, that's all actually really useful. So we're all learning from it. I'm learning, they're learning. I don't have to get upset or offended or beat up on myself if I didn't do things perfectly, So when I think about that, where I'm like, okay, worst case scenario is I have some conversations with my manager or this nurse and we work through it. It's actually not that scary, right? That's why I love going to the worst case scenario, because usually the worst case scenario is we might feel some uncomfortable emotion. And that's optional. I don't have to be offended or defensive if my manager comes to me and talks about something. That part is totally optional. But more likely than that worst case scenario, which isn't even that bad, is that that nurse just feels some uncomfortable emotion for a little while, and then they move on. They feel annoyed with me, or they feel some stress during their shift, or they feel some insecurity about completing certain tasks. Now, I used to think that was a reason to be on high alert. Like, I'd be like, I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable emotion. Feeling stressed out is miserable. Feeling insecure, feeling annoyed with me. That all felt so dangerous. But now it's like, yes, I totally have compassion for them. I get it's totally not fun to feel stressed out during your shift. But the thing is, they're not feeling stressed out because of what I did or didn't do. They're feeling stressed out because of their own thoughts about it. About what they're making it mean for their shift and for the next 12 hours. For those of you who got that anxiety during report video that I talked about. That's what we cover. That's what's going on for them at their end. They're having all these thoughts about their shift and how things are going to go. And that's creating their feelings. So I realize, one, emotions aren't dangerous. It's okay for them to feel stress or overwhelm or insecurity, whatever they're feeling. It's totally safe. Their body was made to handle it. And two... I'm not actually in charge of their emotions. I can't control what they think about needing to put an IV in. 
whether it's about me or themselves or anything, like I cannot control that. It's their thoughts creating it. So instead, I like to realize it's okay for that to happen too. It's not dangerous. It's totally fine. They're allowed to think and feel whatever they want. Now, I know some of you might still be uncomfortable with that because we don't want to be that person when people are like, oh, you're getting a report from Abby that they go, oh, dang it. Like they might not say it out loud, right? But they're like, oh, she always gives the worst reports or she probably left her patients a mess. Like we don't look forward to being that person. We hope we're not that person, right? But guess what? While you're giving a report, If you have all this worry because you're wondering, what do they think of me? Are they mad at me? Are they annoyed with me? Did I do a good enough job? If all of that is going on in your mind while you're giving report, guess what happens? You feel totally flustered, right? Like you can't think clearly. You have all this extra chatter. You forget what you already told them. So your report gets all disorganized and you forget to mention things that they probably should have known going into the shift, and it ends up not being a very clear, smooth report, right? And in addition to that, you pull back when you're feeling insecure or worried. Then when they ask you a question, you kind of second-guess yourself. Your voice isn't as confident. Your body language isn't as confident. And so those things also portray that maybe you didn't do a good job as a nurse, even though that's not true, right? But because that's what you're thinking about yourself, like maybe I didn't do a good job, that's what you end up portraying to that other person. It's still up to them what they choose to think about it. Like they could just think, oh, she's really nervous or she's new or whatever and not think that you're a bad nurse. But you see how it changes your body language so you're more likely to portray that sense of insecurity or not being confident, which does tend to give people reason to believe that maybe you didn't do everything you should have. Okay. So while it feels really important to control what other people think of you or to be hypervigilant, like, are they happy with the report I'm giving? Did they think I did a good job? When we're focused on that, we give a less clear report and we portray ourselves with less confidence. So why do we want to keep worrying about what they think? Why do we want to keep choosing to focus on that? It's not helping us get the result we want, which is smooth communication and showing up confidently. So once we realize that, once we're like, okay, this felt really important to focus on what they think and how they feel, once we realize it's not achieving what we want, then we can start to let it go, right? And so what do we focus on instead? That's the thing, you guys, is a lot of times we're like, okay, this isn't useful, but I don't want to just like wipe my brain clean. I got to put something else in there. And I want you to decide intentionally what you put there. So in Bold Nurse Society this last week, I loved one of the topics that got brought up by one of the nurses in there. She was getting coached on a patient who was upset with her that she had been late on their pain medications. Okay, so obviously this isn't giving report, but it's having a person who's upset with you, which often is what we worry about when we're giving report, right? Like, is that other nurse happy with what I've done? 
So in this situation, the patient was upset with the pain management this nurse had given and specifically being late on it. And so for this nurse, it felt really unsettling. Like she felt hurt by this patient and what they had said to her and their anger. And she felt frustrated by it. And so when we're trying to control what other people think, that's how we tend to feel. We're frustrated because we can't control what they think. And we're hurt because we think that their opinions of us dictate how we feel about ourselves. And that simply isn't true. How you feel about yourself always comes from you. Other people can offer you ideas like, oh, I don't think she's a very good nurse. I don't think they did a good job. And that doesn't impact you unless you agree with them, right? Unless you say, maybe they're right. And then spin down that hole of shame. So if a nurse is frustrated with you during report, if they feel annoyed with you, if they think you're a bad nurse, that doesn't make you feel anything. The only reason you feel bad is if you think they're right. I am a bad nurse. I failed. And that makes me a bad person, right? Like when we actually make it mean something about us and our character. Now, sometimes we might agree with them to some extent, but we don't make it mean something about our character. So for instance, if I didn't get an IV in and I realized it's because I didn't flush the IV early enough during the shift to realize it had gone bad and I could have done that and had the time to replace the IV, then if the nurse is feeling irritated with me, I might agree with them a little bit. I might say, yeah, I could have done that better. I should have flushed it earlier and I would have realized it and solved the problem. So we wouldn't be in this situation where I'm handing that off to them. So I might agree with them that it should have gotten done earlier. But the part I don't have to agree with is that makes me a bad nurse and a bad person. It doesn't have to mean anything about your character. So I could just make it mean yeah, I'm not perfect as a nurse. I made a mistake. I want to learn from it. I want to flush IVs earlier. And I love me anyway. I love me for trying. I love me for owning up to this, for learning, for not getting defensive. I love me for caring about my team and wanting to do the things that I can to set their shifts up for success. It's all good. So we have to have our own back. We have to love ourselves anyway, whether or not We do things perfectly. If we have our own back, then it's not so scary if other people have judgments of us. And my friends, this isn't just about report. This is for all areas of your life. When you worry about your partner being mad at you or someone breaking up with you or people judging your parenting styles or your house being a mess. None of that can hurt you. None of that makes you feel bad. None of that makes you feel like a failure. The only things that hurt you are your judgments of yourself. So if you can practice it in this way in report, practice loving yourself despite imperfections, it's going to trickle to all areas of your life where you can be more kind to yourself and have your own back in any situation. So let's drop the drama. Let's let go of this drama because when you tell yourself you're a bad nurse or a bad person because you didn't do a few tasks, it's simply not true. 
That's just something you made up. And let's stop believing it because you are a kind person. You're hardworking and you're a mess sometimes too. You forget things and you don't do things perfectly. And it's okay for other people to feel however they do about it, but you can love you. All right, let's all get our own backs a little bit more. Let's love ourselves despite our imperfections and despite other people's judgments. Thanks for being here with me today. Go grab that video on anxiety during report if you feel like that's something you struggle with, if you get anxious as your to-do list piles up at the beginning of your shift. So you can grab that at www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash report. And for all you nurse leaders and educators who are going to come join me at the webinar tomorrow on how to overcome three roadblocks to nurse happiness, make sure you've registered for that. So you get sent the email with the login details and all of that stuff you need to join us. So to grab your spot for that, go to www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash team. We're gonna have a ton of fun. Have a beautiful week. I'll talk to you later. Take care.